0: you're listening to lame the lexington amendment marxist experience whoa (laughs) really pulling at all the stops for you today on this episode it's may the 6th 2021 Mm -hmm. i'm aaron and i'm jenry you guys can follow us on twitter at LamePod. you can email us all of your death threats at lexlamepod at Mm gmail.com
1: um
0: this is a podcast about uh
1: lexington Um, It's news, what we think about it's news, um, both from a perspective of um, that of a former urban geography major and um, a Marxist. So um, let's get to the news, shall we? Um, I'm just going to rapid fire off some stuff. There's more news about the school boot oh whoa it's the school boot um there's more no- news about the school board but um every time i click open an article and i look at it for more than five seconds my eyes start to bleed um the gist that i could got before i lost consciousness was that um uh the apparently it is a um shocker a bad thing that the fayette county school board is all um white and um would in and that uh actually um turns out increasing the size of the board would actually diversify it and it would be a good thing so there we go um this one you guys got to start marking your calendars flip a few months in advance the um our local our fair airport um will be closed from august 19th to august 22nd right there um they are and i was wondering this the other day i was like how do airports repave well they shut down for two days um or three, whatever you know. You all, you all can count. I, you're smart listeners. Why
0: didn't they just repave during the pandemic?
1: Well, because they weren't. People don't have that kind of forward planning think about it you know they were were closed okay okay (laughs) the pandemic happens and they're like perfect this is the perfect time let me just pull all this asphalt that i had just lying around on the side let me just hire all these government workers that i have let me just pull out all these employees yeah
0: it's a it's a mom and pop operation mom and pop yeah
1: just the two guys left at lex airport single handedly repaved the entire tarmac um and thank god that's happening because the week after that is literally Railbird. it's back folks um with acts such as, I think there's some pretty big people there. Um, the
0: it's like Phoebe Bridgers coming. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, there's there's um there's like a, a shockingly large name. I'm like, what? Really, you're coming here? The only one that I saw that like I could cross reference with like music that I hear played on WRFL is um Japanese Breakfast. So oh,
0: Japanese Breakfast. Is yeah, not, yeah. So
1: everyone's gonna be real ex- I hope um all of our alt girls of Lexington show out for that. Um, I will be there. I won't because <laughs> Railbird sound I've n- haven't gone to a railbird. Um the pandemic is not helping me not go to railbird. Um
0: I'll be there in spirit.
1: Yeah, I mean and everyone be sure to show your IDs because of course um they're still valid. That's right folks. Um the real ID Act has now um pushed back the deadline to May 2023 if you still loudly rock um the uh you either rock the uh, new fancy one if you live in Fayette County that just says non-compliant, or you're a real king like me and Aaron, and you uh, just have the green one, which I love.
0: I have the green one. Well, can I see that? And it just, it just says not for federal identification yeah. in
1: the top corner. Wow. Folks, I mean, this is a primarily audio-based podcast. One, I've just learned Aaron's middle name. That's insane. Two, Aaron, not a great-looking person. <laughs>
0: this well okay so this picture <laughs> i so they had like a specific thing for renewing your um your license yeah but no but like specifically for march between march and june of 2021
1: oh oh wait so this is like you're like sick this uh, that's like 16 year old you yes this that's is, so this is 16 funny. year old me that's hilarious so and they
0: didn't and they didn't retake my they, they didn't ask for a picture um, I just sent in $20 mm, via mail. Wow. I sent in, uh, I didn't even send in my old driver's license. I just wow. said, please give me a new one.
1: No, you should include it. Cause you know, I really think I've only gotten uglier over time. So I think sixteen. I definitely think the best driver's license I had was when I was like a fifteen-year-old getting a driver's license.
0: Well, and this this license expires in twenty twenty-five. Wow, so you paid
1: you paid the big bucks to get it was the uh, twenty dollars. Nicely done. I moved too much to um, pay a bunch of money on that. Um, speaking of, I don't know. I don't know what the segue to this one is. Um, the old Cinemark theater on. Um, it is a, a, a little, little to the north of the intersection of Richmond Road and New Circle. Uh, it's, you know, by the Hobby Lobby and the Quantrell, Subaru, and Volvo places. You know, everyone knows, right? Um, a sort of real, real disgusting part of the city where you truly cannot walk or you die. Um, they, uh, you know, it's been closed for, um, they closed it in September of 2019 after they lost a little bit too much money. And honestly, um, I'll, call, I'll, I'll call them visionary i'll say it um so now there is a uh the cw um is a is has bought a show and it is being shot inside. They've converted the inside of the Cinemark theater to a uh, fake courtroom because it is a uh, it is a Judge Judy-esque show called Relative Justice, right? I heard about this. It's being shot by a local local um, a production group called Wrigley Media Group, right? And you go, well, it's a Lexington-based film company. Well, what's their connection to horses, right? My first thought was there, and thank God whoever was writing this Herald Leader article, I think. And we'll say this as an aside. I think this is the first episode of lame that I didn't find a Beth Musgrave article to put in.
0: There were, uh, maybe there were a lot taking, of, a lot of them in the paper, but none of them, I guess none of them made in.
1: I know. I, I didn't re- Maybe I just didn't pay that much attention, but all the ones that I like clicked on, like to use, I was like, damn, stop man. Kristen Hall, stop posting.
0: Yeah. She's Let, just taking a week off.
1: I know. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, look, we've taken some weeks off. We've been relaxing. We all can relax. Um, anyway. So here's the quote from the, from the Herald leader quote Wrigley, formerly known as post-time productions became wrigley media after it was bought by equestrian misty wrigley miller who owns the hillcroft farm outside paris say no more folks it's always horse money it's always
0: the real question is how how are they connected to the webs i mean well that's i mean a given yeah you know you just
1: just how it is um so last um last uh, goofy article before we get into the real meat of side a um ladies and gentlemen um let's see um how do i introduce this it's been around on social media is where i first saw it um uh you know what let me just instead of leading you in with um the uh the outrageous thing in question let me bring you the quote that the herald leader got for us um and maybe I will, uh, maybe I will bring this. That's the best way to possibly introduce this quote over the past 25 years. The Kentucky state police has used the phrase to demonstrate that the agency is committed to racial and gender inclusivity. Sergeant William Gregory said prior to today, we were unaware of any concerns raised about the phrase, right? So you, you use this phrase for 25 years long, right? And you go in, in a parent and according to these people, at no point, anyone raised the question, right? Which is, if you ever needed a stronger argument to defund the police, um, I mean, you got it. I mean, this is like depleted uranium rounds over here against the police because, um, the quote is literally our color is gray. Our gender is trooper.
0: (laughs) How is it? Can we, can we, is there a way for us to actually make the police budget negative? Yeah. If
1: we could actually demand that former officers pay the city back for psychological damage. I reparations. Mean, yeah. I'm Truly, I need reparations from reading this. Um, I didn't, it was so, it's such an absurd statement that I did not, until I read some articles about it, both the... Um, herald leader and the courier journal both wrote an article and i will say this herald leader you're slacking the courier journal did beat you by like a whole day or two to this sadly um i didn't it didn't even occur to me that when they said our color is gray that it was like that they literally were like like it was like a race thing in any way because i was like how truly brain dead do you have to be they're the confederates they're gray that's yeah i mean our (laughs) that's right our boys in gray and um and for any of those listening along at home please note that um uh know the largest number of um troops per union state given to the civil war cause it's kentucky number one union state what can i say um so our gender is trooper though i mean this is quite literally i sexually identify as an apache attack helicopter um writ made real I mean there's no truly it is um well
0: I mean gender is a social construct but that's not one of them
1: so let me read you another quote from the herald leader article just as a brief reminder of um the uh this is the same state police uh, that said a uh, quote kentucky state police were criticized last year after it was discovered that the agency had once used a training presentation which featured quotes from adolf hitler and robert e lee the training advised trainees to become the ruthless killer that's our boys in gray folks
0: the only time where it's appropriate to have Adolf Hitler and Robert E. Lee in a police training video is if you're like, this is this what, is what not hell to do. looks like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny because um, I think a similar approach um, was taken with the Nazi party. I mean, I could absolutely imagine um, Goebbels um, uh, minting this phrase if Goebbels was alive today saying our color is gray, our gender is trooper. Um, so, you know. Um, Now and I just started thinking, like, okay, well, what's the fire department, right? Like, our color is red. Our fire, our our, our gender is. Mm, I, I, our
0: gender I, is lit. Yo, that's
1: mm, that's a little too. That's a little too. Well, it's good. a little too aware of the syntax? Because mm-hmm. that's what's truly so fascinating to me is that not only does it read like a shit post, and it has been used for allegedly, according to Sergeant William Gregory, twenty-five years, folks. Um, mark me if I'm wrong. I believe Enron was still a company 25 years ago. Um, so you know, I just can't get over it. Um, so now that we got that goof out of the way, now that we got that gaff out of the way, um, if anyone ever, if anyone's needle was moved by our color is dr- gray, our gender is trooper, they, I think they need to dig a little deeper because there's um, ah, this is only. Let me say this. This is not in the court case against the police. This is um. Ah, this is not the uh this is not the charge we get him on but this is the uh this is the thing that ups the sentence from um 30 to 40 years to life i'll say um anyway um just off the bat just i just want to make uh just want a little psa i'm um, just to tell uh tell eli Capaluto and his administration pacific uh specifically um, to just fuck off like uh you like how sent out a big email um it was this is covering the hero leader i also personally received it as a um as a uh, peasant at the university of kentucky it
0: was personally addressed to me as well
1: yeah mm-hmm. um and uh he said something dumb about like like shared governance or something which is something that he is his actions um show that he is like categorically opposed to um i, I can't name you someone who is um a greater enemy of, um, a greater enemy of, uh, really any sort of democratized workplace than Eli Capilouto. Um, I'll say it. And I bring this up because, um, our main attraction, um, for this, uh, for this episode, for me at least is, um, an article published about wild health, right? And if you live in the Lexington neighborhood, you in the, well, yeah, if you live in the city of lexington the lexington hood the lexington hood yeah you've probably heard of wild health right so um i there's just i have a, a lot of a lot of copy from um this article because there's a lot of good shit i mean this has really got everything um so let me just i mean then we're just gonna do a little reading over here let me just bring you in these are the first uh first paragraph or two of the herald leader article As Dr. Matt Dawson tells it, Wild Health Inc. was in the right place at the right time. As the second surge in COVID-19 infections washed over Kentucky last summer, state officials were scrambling to find reliable ways to test broad swaths of the population in order to gauge the state's true positivity rate, an endeavor that requires a steady supply of nasal swabs and a means to process those tests. Wild Health Incorporated happened to be happened to have supplies and capacity to do both, separate from the pandemic. The Lexington, based healthcare clinic uses a combination of DNA sequencing, blood microbiome tests, and lifestyle factors to treat its fewer than 2,000 patients. A type of emergency emerging care called genomic-based personalized medicine, founded by emergency medical physicians, some of whom graduated from UK's College of Medicine. Hint, hint, get the nudge. The company bills itself. Um, On its website as quote An answer to a broken medical system Um, Right that's exactly what I think of When I think of a private company Um, Since it works to tailor Its care to the individual And quote prevent chronic disease Unquote rather than just treating it That's right wild health is for Eugenics Um, I'm kidding of course I'm not Um, and now folks, you're like, so so when you first read it, aside from that little, oh, Hey, everyone graduates from UK. If you know more of the story, you already see where the, um, where the, where you already are starting to smell the smoke. But, um, uh, I have a two little bit of factoids for, um, for you that I did not know until I read this article. Um, uh, at the, um, the uh, final sentence of that paragraph is a related firm run by the same executives, wild health, CBD sells can, cannabinoids they sell weed products cannabinoids yeah cannabinoids right so that's a mark one just another front for weed legalization right uh front two um uh they first they first caught on as a big company when a few nearby horse farms asked wild health to test their staff then Keenland and churchill downs contacted the clinic that's right folks it's all about the horses
0: oh my it's horses all the way down horses and weed that's horses all this and, state is that's i mean
1: we have let me say this we have an obsession for a reason um and this is where things start to get depressing um so we've seen we've visually identified a fire um but we uh we don't a grease fire has started we're both standing in the kitchen looking at it and I start walking to the sink to get um to grab a cup of water to throw on it. Oh, no. <laughs> in roughly a year, Wild Health has secured contracts for reimbursements exceeding 57 million in state, in state and federal money to test. And as of March 22nd, vaccinate Kentuckians, according to contracts obtained by the Herald-Leader. Wild Health scaled up from around 50 employees pre-pandemic to now managing more than 900. Pause. I really thought, I, my naive self, this is me. I got the water. I'm about to I'm about to pour it over the fire. I really think what's going to happen next, the next word I'm going to read is employees, right? Wild hell the scale of from around 50 employees pre-pandemic to now managing more than 900 temporary employees and contractors. And now the oil fire has begun. The kitchen's in flames. Oh, no. uh, Here's another quote. Quote, when the paramount need in Kentucky switched from testing COVID-19 to vaccinating against it, the state... Then again, asked Wild Health to help. The mentality was, quote, we need allies. We need vendors. We are not going to be able to do this on our own. Can you guess who said this? Andy Bashir. No, sadly, the fire spreads to Aaron. Aaron's shirt is now on fire oh, because no. <laughs> Transportation Secretary Jim Gray said this. Oh, no. Um, who oversees Kentucky's vaccination efforts. There's a limit to what volunteers can do. So... Um, we're starting to get sort of to the crux uh, We're starting to understand how the oil fire works It is however too late for my co-host Who is now um, uh, Who is totally has forgotten to stop Drop and roll uh, um,
0: I kind of forgot that Jim Gray was in charge of the vaccine rollout
1: Right this is like um, how we How Bill Gates decided to appoint himself Very similar looking people By the way I'm so excited that Bill Gates Just unrelated I know we're I know we're really stepping out of our grounds For Lexi, but I should say I All the best to Melinda um she uh hopefully hopefully um we're gonna get a classic Bezos style divorce where um it will be the uh next single largest um redistribution of wealth uh in <laughs>
0: I, you know, I really am rooting for the, uh, for the, uh, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, uh, union, civil union. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Uh, then, then mm. we can see what they can truly accomplish. Imagine, back. imagine the, uh, the Jeff and Bill Foundation. Yeah. Think of
1: all the great vacations that Melinda's lawyers will get to go on after this. I'm very, I'm, I'm always looking out for the small guys. Anyway, I'm so, I have to, I'm sorry, I'm trying to distract myself from sort of the, um, trauma of I'm watching, fire. yeah, of watching Aaron burn alive from this, uh, from this, um, uh, rancid neoliberal bullshit um quote in april oh, yeah it is a quote sorry i'm still read just reading selections of the paper here in april a stopgap measure until the summer when the site was expected to close uk hired wild health to operate its kroger field vaccination site in place of uk, UK staff and volunteers at a rate of 81 dollars per dose that started roughly three weeks ago, but because Wild Health and UK are still jointly staffing the site, a spokesperson for the university did not immediately know how many doses Wild Health had administered. All right. So, um, in addition, the the brain rot with hiring this company is also spread beyond Lexington. The Department for Public Health has also tasked Wild Health with driving mobile vaccination units to a dozen of rural sites in, around, in and around Henderson and Laurel counties to give shots to more isolated Kentuckians, right? Um, so... Um in this next article, this is where um I uh in in a panic um leave my co host to die on the kitchen floor as everything I've worked hard to catches on fire. After I'm, all we've been through. I'm out running down the stairs. I'm you know, I'm a, and I'm I'm I think I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm do I do it? Uh, do, I have to, um, do I have to shake hands with the devil to maybe escape this one? I take a leap off the balcony. Several Republican lawmakers last month on the Government Contract Review committee criticized what they called a no-bid process for awarding that contract. State Senator um, Stephen Meredith, um, a Republican from Lichfield. Uh, Litchfield? Letchfield? Letchfield. See it. No, it's Letchfield. I, I know it in my heart called it a sweetheart deal right secretary gray takes issues with this characterization so i'm here i'm plummeting right i have um my old enemy gravity or in this analogy the republican party um and i have found ourselves on the same side once again um to bring me away from this evil evil um fire that we don't know how to put out record
0: scratch freeze frame yeah i bet you're wondering how i got myself (laughs) into this situation
1: (laughs) we just just start playing from lame episode one to now um secretary gray takes issues with this characterization quote in this i mean how many episodes of citations needed are you gonna have to listen to to fully debunk this one this is what um uh jim gray says when you're in the middle of a war you don't take issue with requests for proposals for munitions you go and get them he said this week quote we went beyond the emergency order procurement requirements unquote um so you know um you start asking yourself right like if the state is really taking this you know dare i say direct action right if, if the state is if the state is out there really desperately trying to get these vaccinations in right um why would you need uh why in the world would you need to partner with this um you know with this uh like smug uk grad you know um like government contractor they've which they've now become right um
0: curious very yeah curious uh,
1: only I keep reaching my hand out for an ally and yet only you know, as I, in my fall, right. I'm, 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 who will catch me? Who will stop me from this ground? You know? Um, and it's none other than of course, um, uh, let's see. No, it is. Oh, have we've already introduced him. Sorry. It's already Senator Meredith out there. This one Republican who's, um, only who's, who's going up to bat for me. Um, let's continue reading. Mark Carter, who has overseen a ramping up of the Cabinet for Health and Family Services contract tracing for much of the pandemic, said, uh, "To whoa, what? Sorry, contract tracing. This article. I,
0: I, is this another Herald Leader? This is article? a
1: Herald Leader fuck up. I literally, it, you're you're making me trip." i'm gonna hit the ground by this point aaron's dead um my
0: my uh skeleton now is you falling start yeah,
1: yeah you joined <laughs> you found a way to join me on the on the free fall over here um uh two other proposals from companies outside Kentucky were considered one was more expensive and the other less but the company had fewer resources wild health's proximity its well-established presence I would I would uh, take issue with that and success administering tests in Lexington and its willingness to toggle between max vaccination sites and mobile sites gave it a leg up said Carter who called the company quote an excellent partner to the state and now this is the um, this is where Senator Meredith um, catches me and I guess your skeleton effortlessly. We feel zero G force. Nothing bad happens. We're going to make it out. OK, I mean, you're already I'm, I'm going to make it out. All right. My to, skeleton can, will be fine. Yeah, you will. You It's actually perfectly preserved like a Catholic saint. Um, Senator Meredith questioned why the state was using taxpayer money to pay a private company to provide a service other agencies like health departments has been providing without without pulling a profit so <sighs> senator meredith welcome to lame pod can't wait to have you on as a co-host um you seem to be uh the only other person um in the in the press that i've read of recent that seems to um have to take any critique with the fact that we're having private firms do basic government work
0: we can have your uh, people reach out to us at lexlampy at gmail Yeah, I mean, actually to arrange something. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, probably, you know, i I've already made that bed. It's um. Here's it's it's always in these moments of insanity where people like the Republicans have these have these brief fleeting uh, examples of just lucidity. Once again, I mean, Republican criticisms of how
1: Democratic administrations run are generally right, like are like in the right direction and then they just pivot like, you know, and just go insane, which is, you know, sad to see, but it's a sign that maybe it's actually easier to convert a conservative than it is to convert a Jim gray. Um, quote, I don't understand why we're not working with our health departments and hospitals in these rural areas. Meredith said, rather than spending 23 million that these folks don't even have to bill for, this is a plum contract. What that means? Unquote. Carter, reiterating a point Bashir made throughout the pandemic, said it's not one or the other. And this is so bullshit. I mean, this is exactly literal. Once again, the brain rot is so strong, I literally don't even know what he's saying when he says this. This is um, Carter, the, uh, the, um, one of the uh, people from the Cabinet for Health and Family Services, a Bashir appointee. Quote, it's not really an or. It's not really an or kind of thing. I see it as an and, he said it's a way we're supplementing the entire vaccine distribution process across the Commonwealth. So whatever he meant by if ladies and gentlemen, if you can decipher for me, quote, it's a way we're supplement, oh, sorry, quote, it's not really an or kind of thing. I see it as an, and whatever that means, um, literally whatever that means, um, please get in contact with me. Um, but yeah, so t- final takeaway from this article that, that wasn't explicitly said by um, by Carter, but should be brought up. And we talked about it a few episodes ago with um, Linda Gordon having the same contract um, complaint that these people, that there aren't enough volunteers to help distribute the life-saving vaccine that will end the pandemic. You know what I mean? Um, and the only innovation that Wild Health is making, right, is that it is merely paying its employees to do it, right? But there is literally, literally no... I do not understand why we feel it's, we feel it's easier to pay wild health, to pay people to distribute the vaccine than it is for us to just pay people to distribute the vaccine.
0: But how is, how is wild health going to make
1: money? Though? Exactly. Wild health. Um, they've made so much fucking money. They're a massive waste of time. Um, and I was skeptical from the first time around because I remember they, we got an email, um, you know, last 2020, Um, Like mid twenty twenty, and they're being like we, you know, they're like they're like we've decided to go with private, you know, you know, with Wild Health, even though it may seem strange that they're entirely, you know, that they're entirely founded and run by former UK graduates. We promise you, at University of Kentucky, there's no corrupt, there's no collusion. Um, It was a perfect phone call. Oh wait, I'm. I'm well Something awfully familiar there yeah I know whoa maybe Eli Capiluto as I said last I think it was last episode maybe Eli Capiluto really is the Andrew Cuomo of the University of Kentucky um, and with that uh, oh yes I made it under time I yield my time I, we did it folks we did
0: it we did it beautiful all right stick around mm mm-hmm. You guys are listening to lame the lexington amendment marxist experience if you guys like what you're hearing you can leave us five stars on itunes or apple podcasts we're available all over the place wherever you get your podcasts so share it with your friends if you like what you're hearing share it with your local dsa chair if you uh also like what you're hearing um yeah we uh have a twitter as well twitter is at lame pod uh, you can send us all of your funny tweets and corrections to there you can also email us LexLamePod at gmail.com we don't have anything other uh, no we have no other messages from like Civic Lex or anything uh, Richard has has stood down yeah he seems to have um... <laughs> one day he got up
1: and left um, and he and he hasn't come back yet and we haven't We're too afraid to
0: ask where he's gone in fear he might return and uh, make us uh, plug something again. (laughs) We've we've satiated the beast for now. (laughs) Um, And with that, let's go over to side B. All right. All right, you guys are listening to side B. This is the Lexington Amendment Marxist Experience Lame. I am Aaron. And I'm Jenry. And we have uh, a twofer here today interestingly enough some of the things that we talked about on side a are tangentially related to what we're going to be talking about it's almost like everything
1: constantly relates to everything at every moment
0: um we're going to talk about two things i'm going to get the shorter one out of the way first we're going to talk about our our own rand paul yes randy um so we all know everyone's everybody's favorite Senatorial candidate to be Charles Booker. Yeah. He's planning to run. Okay. Mm-hmm. He had a wonderful rally this weekend. Yeah. Bernie came by. Bernie came guy. by. It was wonderful. It was great. Rand Paul was like, now hold on. <laughs> I need to have a rally. And so he had a rally. Oh, okay. Where did where he have he, his rally? Where he, it was in Western Kentucky. Mm. Um, and he didn't announce that he was running, but he announced that he was running. Um, right, because this was technically his. Um, he made a promise to not to not
1: run for more than two terms. Yes, and that's so. Um, ooh. and
0: his and his explanation for that is the term limit only applies when everyone gets a <laughs> term limit, <laughs> which is why he's running again. God, you gotta love a guy with literally no principles. What yeah. a king! Um, so. The, the main His main focus on this campaign Is something that's been plaguing Or not plaguing but has been uh, It's been a hot topic In this country For the past year What could it possibly be? <laughs> Race Ah uh, yes He finally, finally Rand Paul promises to eradicate
1: Kentucky of black people Voters um, uh, go crazy
0: Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh god So This is this is some quotes here from the Herald leader, and there's only three we can kind of deconstruct them. Mm -hmm. He says he's talking about cancel culture, and Mm. he says, we're now told that the whole country is crumbling. We should teach about how white people are terrible. How Coca Cola says you need to bow down and say "I am white and I am sorry," but it, but it it all, but
1: (laughs) it's it's like he's so close.
0: But it it all gets back to this sort of narrative that it's a bad place. We're not a bad place. I think we're a good people. I mean, it's I mean it's so one. It's so perfect because
1: he really has boiled it down to um, uh, are we the baddies? Um, probably yes. And like, it's the idea, it's like, it's so funny because he's like, yes, Coca Cola is evil, but they're evil because they're trying to make you feel bad about being white.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to get inside the, his mind palace. Yeah, here. why? And in what world is Coca Cola an anti imperialist power? Because they oppose the Georgia voting laws. Mm.
1: Interesting. Um, interesting.
0: And then Mitch McConnell was like, corporations should stay out of politics. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> It's like it's it's so cool because there's
1: not like there's five thousand different gotchas you could use against that, but it literally quite quite literally um,
0: uh, what I'm trying to say. It is quite literally, um, it's the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah,
1: I mean it's sorry, I, guys, I totally spaced out. My apologies. What I was trying to say is that these people have ironically in talking about cancel culture so much have basically made themselves bulletproof to anything by quite simply no longer can holding a consistent like caring or caring about having holding a consistent you know truly genius like you know they both they both do not want corporations in politics and also will you know um avidly defend citizens united you know and these are not these are not incongruous ideas for them and that's important there's no, there's no way of catching these people. There's no, there's no ethos. Yeah, there is no. There, you can never. Do not waste your time trying to give the like classic gotcha to one of these people because it doesn't. It literally doesn't work. And if it did work, it would have worked decades ago. Anyway, keep it.
0: His next quote is um, one of my favorites. Mm. Um, but the the one after this is even better. I think he says, I think if Martin Luther King were alive to look at a lot of this wokeism. He would be dis- oh. he would be disappointed oh in God. how much we're not looking at the content of your character. Oh. All we're talking about is race again. Fuck man. I think I think Rand Paul is forgetting forgetting the fact that Martin Luther King Jr. was is a socialist, uh, was a socialist yeah. revolutionary.
1: I think yeah, wow. I mean that's so God this is a, a textbook I mean text chapter one folks. Every every future Republican needs to study Rand Paul if you want a career in politics This is um. there's one way there's A very easy way to get it and it's doing Whatever the fuck this guy's up to
0: and They're they're doing now to Fred Hampton and Malcolm X what They've done to Martin Luther King Which do are they really Do you really think that's working? I, it's working It's they're getting the ball rolling I think I, um This is this is of course is the topic Lenin Lenin talks about a lot. Yeah. Um, which is the kind of pacification of revolutionary icons. Yeah. Um and
1: But folks, there's no way listen, there is no way to explain away the CIA declaring um the free breakfast program as the most dangerous uh most most dangerous program in America currently. No, they're
0: just see the CIA did bad things in the past. <laughs> but it's all they're good they're good now they're fine (sighs) okay (laughs) fuck um so yeah the next this next quote i think is truly telling right mask off from rand paul here he says if there is a problem with race i don't think we can paint kentucky as a state not open to people of various backgrounds Mm. in fact i would argue that on the republican side we're less conscious of race and we elect people because they're good Amen. Um, I no, there's I love that. Pack.
1: No, no, no. That's great. I mean, no, you're so true. The Republican Party does not consider race. The pro- um, they just they just vote for white people. I mean, there's no, <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no, there's he's, no race to think of. He's about.
0: just he's just said it all in this quote. They vote they vote for people because they're good, that's and so all of the awesome. good people just happen to be white. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, look, it happens to the libs. T- <laughs> um and so transitioning from from that do we have any last thoughts on
1: Rand paul Um, i'm so fucking excited for this race it's gonna be um I, i mean obviously i'm the most the most um this most lecherous part of me is um uh very excited to see the um how just how well booker does against um Rand Paul versus how poorly Amy McGrath went against Mitch McConnell. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. I need to I need to prove this to myself that I was right. Um, this
0: will be interesting because Rand Paul is the most popular politician in the state. Yes, correct? followed closely
1: by Bernie Sanders. Interesting. I did not know what I did not what the rest of the polling was, but yeah, no, I really, uh, yeah, I I hope this becomes bernie's like pet pro i hope he keeps coming back um because i like you know he's not there's no race for him you know he's not running for election anytime soon i mean like he should just he should just chill for the next year and um, he said
0: he's well he's done running for president he might still run for senate but he's getting up there
1: i mean yeah i mean like you know you can't so maybe this could be a fun i mean maybe this would this could be a great way to sort of finish out your political career just like you know actually because i know bernie's Bernie's campaign has been really hesitant about going out to places like Eastern Kentucky before because of how, like, you know, seem you know, like, 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 difficult it is to, for you know a campaign to like access that and like, like, from a logistics standpoint. But I think it would, I think it would do wonders, honestly. Well,
0: we, you know, Charles Booker's got to hood to the holler, hood to the holler. I mean, he's got the he's got the thing. Get our boy in there. He's got the infrastructure. Yeah. Speaking of infrastructure, mm, oh yes we have uh for the past six months been under uh kind of a guidance the guiding hand of mayor linda gordon yeah and uh she in in the wake of the uh the summer 2020 protests when they killed that one man so bad yes when they killed that one man <laughs> when, who is the guy that said that oh Nancy Pelosi said that sacrifice sac- <laughs> oh my fucking god
1: someone she was off her meds right? someone needs to put her back on like the, she needed a higher dosage that day just personal
0: um, just, anyway um, the the Maya uh-huh. she put together this, this think tank of eggheads from the university and they <laughs> what a way it, to put it and Surprising! I am like I really, I really like this. No, I mean we've t- we, we we've talked about the uh, what's that? What's the official this name? This is the. Um Racial racial justice and equity report. Yeah. Um, it's on the Lexington website. I genuinely like this report. No, there's, there's lots there's lots of good things going for it. Well, there's yeah, there's a lot of good things going for it. There's a lot of good things not going for it. We're going to break that down. They just yeah. came out with a six month progress report.
1: Oh, they give a little update. Yeah, How so exciting! So we'll see what
0: they've done. Yeah. Uh, we're not gonna we're just of gonna, gonna do a general yeah. review. This is next up in, in the lame reading series. Mm-hmm. Um, I would encourage the listener to go. Check out the, uh, this report. It's on the Lexington website, the Racial Justice and Equity Report. L- read the, the history section, because I mentioned this a couple episodes back, but the history section, I really wanted a people's history of Lexington. Well, here it is. You've got it, folks. It's yeah. good. It's juicy. It's got all the tea, everything you'd want. It's fantastic. I love it. Please read it. Um, and we're going to read all the rest of it um, in brief. So there are several different uh, subcommittees of this. Um, There is the Education and Economic Opportunity Committee. There is the Housing and Gentrification Committee, Health Disparities Committee, Law Enforcement, Justice and Accountability Committee, and the Racial Equity Committee. Um, these are made up of experts from their respective fields. So the lawyers uh, make up the law enforcement. The educators make up the education. And who do they get for racial equity? They got all of the uh, promo, like the promotions people. Just oh my like, God. <laughs> uh, they, you know, they tried in the with, the with the racial equity committee. I'll give them that. Um, so we're gonna go over play by play what they what they are really wanting to do. So education, economic opportunities are two different aspects of the same committee um, in education, here's some of the things they wanted. Um, inter- they said integrating preschool uh, huh which uh, which elaborated is full day preschool with high quality instructors for low-income English language learners. All right so yeah, not bad. Uh, whole family approach to education and economic family progression including the family and education in the education process. Also investing in collaborative education. Some of these are really vague. Yeah. Well, I mean, part I mean, if if they're if you're too concrete in a report, they will make you go back
1: and rewrite it to make mm-hmm. it more um, more nonsense corporate speak.
0: Um, and a lot of these I've also summarized because this, this yes. whole page is sixty pages or this whole thing is sixty pages long. Yeah. Um meaningful after school opportunities and programs.
1: Hell yeah. Very
0: exciting. Yeah. And then economics. They really they're really focusing on the economic part of minority business enterprises. Mm. They're really, they're really wanting to focus on that. The more small business tyrants we can get, the... <laughs> that's right. You know, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have all the, all the small business owners, uh, the small business tyrants, but they're gonna be diverse. Yeah, we just need, we need, we need a diverse petite bouge um, yes. in order to keep the, the
1: Mayor Gordon administration the, up. The
0: class consciousness is too high; it's yeah. starting to get too high. We need to
1: mm-hmm.
0: lower a little. Well, bit. it's
1: funny, given, I mean, given this report, I, but. Yeah. Um,
0: so we, we kind of talked about this a few episodes back, but the um, you know they want to develop these M- MBEs is what they call them, um, and so they're I mean they've they've already started to do this. We'll get into this a little bit later, but um, yeah, they basically get more MBEs. Uh, next up is housing and gentrification. They want to create an office to implement housing related programs, which. Might sound familiar. We've talked a lot about this aspect, folks. Uh, they want to rewrite the Lexington Housing Code to place health, well-being, and resident protection in its mission. Mm-hmm. Um, create initiatives to make housing more affordable. Allocate portions of COVID funding towards eviction protection initiatives. Mm-hmm. And that's they've been doing it. Um, and financially invest in neighborhoods in danger of being gentrified, um, which I think is interesting. Mm. Because uh, I guess well, I'm not the urban Geographer here But I, I would I would guess That a lot of cities Want gentrification It's it, Gentrification it's, it's Is complex. one
1: of the it's It's one of those Things that's very Difficult to talk about Because many people Just view it as a Mysterious market force That no one can explain mm. But I mean It's the very 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 short run of it is that there is um places that gentrify are places where the um the sort of model that you can theoretically put on the place of what it should be of what the value of the property should be worth doesn't meet up with what it is for you know one reason or another and gentrification is just the process of that um and this is the most like like clinical evil economic speak when i say this um it's just the process of that area of a city returning to what it's um what its place on the like rent value curve should be um and it's very difficult to um because there's like you know once again the neoliberal area neoliberal era when we talk about it we literally mean the new freeing of capital so it's very difficult to like invest in a um in a physical location Um, in this sort of like, um, post 1970s neoliberal, you know, liberation from what, from geography It's literally, it's very difficult to invest in certain geographical areas that see that investment protecting the actual people that live there, um, at that time. And, uh, basically you could view, uh, a history of basically, all city every city every industrial city from the beginning of industrialization to now is sort of just a weird pattern just a fluctuation of places where lower you know basically just places where we 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 push out lower income people too, um and raise the price and you know return the uh, raise value of rent in one area and then that area slowly declines and it's it's a sort of generational thing like you see it happening kind of like in like new york or like the upper west side used to be like super expensive place but now it's becoming brooklyn as the it sort of flows around and really um there's multiple ways of addressing this and um they all involve very top-down um uh, approaches like rent control for whole areas whole counties um and uh universal investment because if you go and you put a bike lane like in chicago if you go and put a bike lane and built in in, uh, in pilsen or something you're generally hated because you're a gentrifier because um adding infrastructure like bike lanes and stuff you know can is a way of um you know is a way of um like increasing property values or you know tearing down like once again in pilsen in chicago you see people tearing down these single family homes to build these uh, sort of three like um like three-story flats um that'll look a very certain way have the sans serif fonts the numbers or whatever right and while our yimby's in the crowd may not see an issue with this right um the issue is that you know, because you know more density more good and i agree um you know you have uh the issue that it still ultimately displaces people um especially renters because they can't control the price of what they pay it's not like in an area where everyone is a homeowner, like in Lexington, like 70 something percent of people in Lexington are homework, homeowners, right? When the value of land in like Kenwick goes up or whatever, you know, everyone that, you know, owns the house in Kenwick benefits. Everyone that rents in Kenwick does not benefit. They have their prices jacked and, you know, in, in somewhere or not, have to move out, right? And in Lexington, because we don't, um, the way things are going means everyone has to go live in like an exurb. And I know I'm rambling for a long time i um, trying to wrap this one up they're Didn't, coming for us with a helicopter i know they're really be gone um they, they they caught me talking too much about gentrification um it's a very complex topic that can deserve a whole sub series of LAM episodes on itself but um uh it's a difficult thing and um basically uh it requires um your government not being um not sort of requires whatever the opposite of the current neoliberal direction that governments have been going in since the oil crisis. Um, and that's the super brief on it. It's, um, gentrification is a, uh, an evil force that we must fight. Um, and we must fight, fight it, um, with the communist party. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Very, (laughs) very
0: aptly put tune in, uh, tune in in the future for our sister lecture series (laughs) on, uh, gentrification and housing. Yeah. Um, so next up is health disparities. Mm. Uh, they want to hire a community health person to serve as a liaison between the mayor's office, community residents, and hospitals. Mm-hmm. This would be just some person, as as like just a community member. Yeah, just a guy. Or just some, just some guy.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I mean all good. All good. Government programs work on you know just guys which
0: i like in theory i kind of like this because then like you know if you're in like, some like random community and they're like you've been selected yeah or uh well i guess you would apply i
1: but. mean we're i don't know I'm, I'm a huge i mean i'm always such a slut for when people uh when, when i read about governments that do like any sort of weird like lottery basis for, like, i think it's so have you talked about lotocracy on the show i'm sure we have or if not i mean it's funny I think I think it's really there's something really really cute about just being like randomly just being like yep you're you have to be the council counselor of this area now for like two years I think that's very funny,
0: um, so yeah they they want to they, they want to hire that person they also want to improve or I guess each each res, uh, neighborhood would have one of those mm-hmm. um, they also want to improve food access and healthy food options by expanding mobile food distribution and partnering with minority. Business enterprises, mm. beautiful. Uh, they also uh, we we talked about this, but this is where it gets truly brain rotten. Mm, uh, they yeah. want to improve transportation, so they want to do like a Lextran Wheels thing where they you know transport people to hospital, but they want to do that door to door. Huh. So like people who uh, for people in poverty, so they want to do door to door Lextran Wheels transportation. I mean, need that, which is cool. It can, yeah, it can be done.
1: I think that's yeah
0: they also want to private they want to partner with private share services like uber health absolutely fuck that i mean what do you all not get i can't name you something more
1: actively opposed to the improvement of minority societies than uber like this is it's not i you are it's,
0: <sighs> it's a whole thing um
1: it's just burst a vein. I'm sorry. Yes. yeah
0: law, So the next one is law enforcement and accountability. Yeah. Um, Pretty easy. Don't give them money. Yes. Uh, they want to. This is this is interesting. One of the aspects was they want to monitor the 911 calls so they can determine if the police actually need to be sent.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, you need to if you want the you know if you want to have different you need the you need screening to know if you need a cop or not. I mean, that's th- the. Th-
0: they also want. Um, More public input and transparency
1: in police reports. Who doesn't, right?
0: Uh, Racial Equity Committee routinely assess the impact of work being done about racial equity. Okay. Um, and oh yeah, this is cool. They want to create a citywide summer youth job program and apprentice program as part of the job oh, training center.
1: I'm such a slut for apprenticeship, guys. Everyone gotta learn, gotta go out and learn how to like make stained glass or something. You know, I can't get enough of it. And they want a, a multimedia campaign about racial equity. Mm, please, um, actually, since we're on the subject, someone go and convince the the guy that runs the clock shop on Short Street to um make 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 uh you. <laughs> his apprentice because i have a clock that needs to be repaired and he's only around for so long um and i need to i need to learn
0: so uh that's kind of a tldr of the justice report I and mean, mm-hmm. there's obviously a lot more but um, yeah. and of course bit, i mean we've talked about yeah, it we a talked lot about before. It. so here's kind of this they released this last week so this is a six month report um yeah. kind of going through what they've actually done let's mm-hmm. see what they've done in six months um, economic opportunity. They hired the private consulting firm Bullshit. To, to give uh, to give money to the minority business uh, enterprise. I'm dying over a year. And that's Commerce Lexington. Uh, I w- yes. Uh, yeah, so the, yeah I, minority owned, women owned, or disadvantaged. Um,
1: yeah, everyone at Commerce Lexington um, in, a, in a fantasy setting. So don't get me FBI. Um, needs a bullet in their head. Um, that's
0: an actionable threat. I'll go to jail for.
1: Yeah. I. You know what? I mean. Aaron's gonna take the L. I will. I'm saying that it needs to happen in a total fantasy setting. Um,
0: um, in the housing and gentrification departments, they have a new department of housing that got proposed in the mayor's budget. They want to, quote, build strong and equitable neighborhoods.
1: Well, yeah, don't we all?
0: Um, there's a there's new code enforce a new code enforcement assistance program, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, supposed to allow those in low-income and eligible housing to address and remediate housing violations issued mm-hmm. by code enforcement. Yeah. And a $2 million... Uh two million dollar allocated in local funds, ten million dollar federal funds for eviction assistance. Nice. And that's worked out. Yes. Um I in in uh in I in some ways. I've
1: definitely read a lot about it working.
0: Um now am, am I am I wrong in saying that the mayor could just simply not let evictions happen you are
1: once again i mean go i mean this is one of our first big topics that we talked <laughs> about in fact i believe it was on the episode when we discovered that mayor gordon was a landlord herself um that yes uh despite her in the um super super brain dead um uh, oh wow aaron's Aaron's going off the aside from oh i see i see what are we what are we pulling up here oh yes no way we have <laughs> how exciting um I'm holding it in front of me. I'm holding a sticker that says "Mayor Gordon doesn't care what happens to renters." Landlordlinda.com, a classic. You may have
0: seen these floating around, like yeah, I, we, have, we have nothing to do with that. We, yeah,
1: I mean, we just we just have the stickers. How exciting! How cool! Yeah, very cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, it, 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 they. Keep they claim like both the whoever the mayor of Louisville is, who is uh, you know an enemy, obvious enemy of the people. And, not important. Yeah, not important. Um, both both uh, that mayor and Linda Gordon have both stated that they believe that they are not the you know legal, uh, not legally can't can't do that. Even though it literally says in KRS, um, I think we've we, we've read the 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 number the chapter of it. Um, they literally can do this. They could end evictions like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they I mean think of the landlords I mean part of the eviction part of the anti-eviction yeah one thing of the landlords is um I mean I it's my understanding a lot of that money has just gone into um uh that fund has just gone into uh um like rental assistance stuff along with the rest of the program I, I could be misunderstood on that but
0: anyway um well hopefully yeah hopefully it's being put towards a good cause although who knows um racial equity so we're almost done here um, no progress. Yes, well, uh, mm. We got three bullet points here. Oh wow, three bullet, they, bullet uh, points. They have established job and equi- job training and equity centers. There's okay. proposals in place for diversity and, I and inclusion I can't. I can't. I can't wait
1: for our um, our. Uh, are um undervalued um and underserved populations of lexington to all learn how to code
0: yes essentially uh and then they're working with uk to create a communications plan to communicate to the people of lexington
1: oh my fucking god <laughs> R- you people equity. couldn't
0: find your way out of a closet i swear to god <laughs> anyway sorry i <laughs> um law enforcement has had has had probably the most change god Um, i hope the entire police force is required to wear body cameras more have been ordered and will deploy late summer this year they have but once again the fact that (laughs) we're recording with the window open yeah aaron aaron's trying to be all cool
1: um and saving on uh um electric bills by not running the ac and um i'm over here i'm over here like the uh like the um exurban princess that I am, uh, needing to, you know, constantly be, um, Blasted with that uh, artificial freon. Speaking
0: speaking of divas, the police. um, Yeah, now we'll have. (laughs) There's there's a uh, public comment forum, a complaint process for the police, and Mm -hmm. there's a page for. I I can't even. I don't even know why this page. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sad that this page exists. Yeah. What to expect when stopped by the police? Uh, Yeah. I mean the fact.
1: Let me say this: the idea that we have body cams for everyone in the police force, but that they still have to turn on their body cameras. The fact Mm -hmm. that the idea that we don't have the tech to well, make the body cameras record
0: these body cams that they're ordering are going to automatically turn on that's one of the th- well yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. they, the they things. automatically turn on and they have the 30 second buffer but i'm saying i need body cams on 24 7 oh yes as long if you're on shift if you're if you're in uniform i need that camera on
0: checkmate committee yeah can um, you consider
1: it would not be that hard to suggest that they do that i'm just saying
0: the uh all all of the eggheads in the law departments of EKU UK and UC have sent uh, police Oh, gee,
1: the University of the Cumberlands is really going to
0: University of Cincinnati even worse the University of Cincinnati is really going to really going to help us through um they've they've all compiled the police data and they've sent they've told on the police to the DOJ Ooh, how fun. Great. Yeah, thanks. I hope the DOJ is really gonna solve the p- Um they've created a new sobering center. This is actually interesting. They've huh. created a new sobering center. So if you're under the influence and you're arrested, mm. you'll go there instead of jail.
1: Well that's nice.
0: Um they also I mean, have- but
1: let me say this. Functionally, what is the difference between the sobering center and a jail, Aaron? It's a it's a place that you cannot leave.
0: That's very true.
1: You are still under arrest. I'm just saying. Um Anyway, yeah. I mean, well, it's nice that it's not literally the jails, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I mean,
0: it's pretty close. It's just a different a, it's, a jail in a different name. Yeah. Um, and then it, finally They've been working with the with the University to not send police on Every 911 call so they're working with the university Police love that university
1: that. police Need to tone it down
0: finally We have some related prior so We've gone through all of the departments here's uh-huh. some more uh, They have a new racial justice commission That they've developed mm. don't know what they're Doing yeah they've uh, come out with Mobile vaccine and testing clinics Yeah thanks um, wild Health well, it's wild health yeah. and they've 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 done it. They've renamed Cheapside. Well, uh, the renaming of Cheapside was gonna. They, it's it's Henry A. Tandy Park. Yeah. And then they're also they're providing three hundred thousand dollars of repairs to the Palmer Building. I mean, we needed it. I think. I, I we covered the Palmer Building thing though I can't.
1: Well, this is what I'm a just, fake I'm fan just, you are of I'm our own just, podcast. No, I'm
0: just this is this is just what they've yeah. done. There's um, various. It's a succinct document that they've put together. Yeah, the well is, was, um, reviewing it. Oh, so recap. It's,
1: it's escaped my brain, but there is one other pretty big news news related thing about this that we covered that they didn't include. Um, that I found weird, but of course it escapes my brain. We'll just have to add it in the correction section of next episode. Yes, whenever that
0: gets introduced. Well, it's happened again. Yeah. You have blown away, squandered. Out of the water, folks. Another perfectly good hour of your life listening to Lame. Mm-hmm. Our esteemed executive producer. Charlie Carey.
1: What a great, what great work we did for this one. Um, I, I love that um, you made the best effort to try to get my um, my agenda sheet printed with all the cool colors that I signed signed for it. Um, it's I'm not I don't hold you personally responsible for not having the right printer that I needed that put me in color if anyone wants to hook us up with a printer that prints in color I will gladly accept the donation because um, my life needs every spark it can take
0: you can follow us on twitter at lamepod. you can email us at LexLamepod at gmail.com and even though the mayor establishes a committee against the formation of new podcasts whenever she hears us say it This is Lame.